Good morning. On this Tuesday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We'd like to talk about capacity a little bit more today. There's uh, still some parables, some teachings, some stories, uh, both Old and New Testament, that we can learn a lot from. We live in a world of measurements, uh, a world of everything is quantified. We, we, we put a quantity to it, whether it's a liquid, whether it's something uh, that's uh, gaseous, air, uh, whether it's a solid, we, we, we quantify things. We say that things are uh, linear, whether it's a metric, a foot, uh, whether it's a centimeter, a millimeter, uh, we say uh, things are either uh, in liquid, it's a, a, a gallon, uh, or, or it's a, a, a millimeter, a milliliter versus a millimeter. One is linear, one is for water, uh, one is for liquids. Uh, etc. We talk about a ton, a metric ton. We quantify things. We talk about area. Uh, it's something squared. It's something cubed. Uh, so, so we we even talk about speed uh, at the miles per hour, kilometers per hour, or even at the speed of light. But how does God measure things? See, when the scripture talks in the book of, in the scriptures, in the book of Isaiah, talks in the book of Psalms, it talks about God measuring out the oceans of the world uh, in the hollow of his hand. It talks about measuring out the, the world, the earth, uh, by the little dust, the little grains of dust the weight of them, measuring out the mountains, uh, the universe uh, by the span of his hand. Uh, I mean, stop and think about that, how he measures things and how we measure things. So when God talks about measurement and the word there that is used, especially in the New Testament, uh, it's the Greek word measure, it's metron. And metron uh, as we find it in the New Testament, uh, it means a measure, literally or figuratively, by implication, a limited portion or degree, a metron. And we stop, we, we stop and think about, as I was saying, how we measure things here on earth. How do you measure God's love? How do you measure His power? How do you measure his greatness, his holiness? See, we, we, we are a limited creature here on this earth. And we measure things by a limit that we can understand. But there's some things that we don't understand or we cannot quantify. And we use sometimes the word infinity. It just keeps on going. And going and going, it literally has no end. But when Jesus was teaching, and he used the word, and we're going to be reading from several scriptures, 
It says, For with what judgment you judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure you measure, it shall be measured unto you again. Or let's look at it this way. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what metron you measure, and the word actually there that is used is metro, it shall be measured unto you again. And the word there, in other words, it's going to be a metron or a metro that is returned back unto you. Now, when we talk about it in this aspect, we're talking about a limited amount as far as we can understand. We're talking about something that can be quantified by God for us. But when you really stop and think about it, it's literally mind-blowing because with which judgment you judge, you shall be judged. So the same output, the same measure that you use is going to be used on you. But yet the consequences, the results of that measure are actually eternal. They will have consequences that are measured out in not days, not hours, not weeks, not months, not years, but in eternity. That, that's, that's a forever, 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 forever. Jesus, when he talked about the Jews, when they were criticizing and, and saying things against Jesus in Matthew uh, 23, 32, he said, you fill up then the measure of your fathers. You, you fill up the measure of their wickedness, their evil, the things that they do, the things that they have done. You fill it up. And yet that same measure that is going to be judged one day will be measured in the quantity, if I could even use that word, of eternal punishment unless one individual repents and turns to Christ, then the measurement of the results of our accepting Christ is eternal life. Life experienced by living and being in the presence of God forever as he has life in himself. In the book of Mark, in 4.24, it says, And he said unto them, Take heed to what you hear, and with what measure you hear it, or what measure you measure to it. For it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. Now, Catch this little simple concept. If I hear the gospel, if I hear the word, I receive that, I believe that, I act upon that, I live according to that. What I heard right there is going to be measured out to me. Now stop and think of being in the presence of God, having obeyed, having followed Jesus, 
the years of your life that you dedicated to Him. And then spending it in eternity hearing and listening to what God the Father and what Jesus will be saying in the scope of eternity. In other words, what you heard and accepted will be measured out to the degree that you're going to be able to have more given to you to hear because you were able to receive it or willing to receive it. To have Jesus teach while he was here on earth and the people that sat at his feet and heard his words audibly, those people said they were astonished. They were besides themselves as to what authority and what power with which he taught. And yet, can you imagine sitting under the feet of Jesus for the rest of eternity? For he will still always not only be the lion of the tribe of Judah and the lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the earth, he will always be teacher master. So that means we will still continue to be taught throughout eternity. We will get to hear the word of God spoken to us and taught to us the things that the ear has not heard or the the eyes have seen uh, nor the hearts yet believed in that God has prepared for us. And that is one of them. See, so with what measure you hear today it's going to be measured back out throughout the days of our lives. That's what you hear from God on your daily walk. And it's also going to be measured out in the future. That's why the same thing when we said about with what judgment you judge. So that the way that God measures things out is so different than how we measure out. We have a tendency of putting it in a little box. And say this thing has, you know, so many cubic uh, feet or so many cubic yards or so many cubic inches of air in it. But yet God fills up the universe and yet there seems to be no limit to it. And yet he can create a new heaven and a new earth just by speaking and saying, let there be. And there was light. Let there be. And there was. So when we stop and think of our lives walking with Christ here on this earth, literally He was given the Holy Spirit without measure. Therefore, there was no limit to what He could accomplish and do in a limited world. In a world that is confined to this one single little planet, this atmosphere, confined uh, even to, let's say, a little region known as Israel where he was at, yet he was able to speak the heavens and the earth into existence. And as I had mentioned in the Psalms, it talks about how he created things. In the book of uh, Genesis, how he spoke. In the New Testament, how he is the firstborn. He is the creator uh, He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end of everything.
So let's look at another aspect here. Uh, I, I'm kind of introducing some of these things so that we'll get an understanding so that on Wednesday when we talk about what we're going to be reading, uh, it'll dig in a little bit deeper into our lives. In Luke 6.38, it says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good metron, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure that you measure, wherewith it shall be measured unto you again. Three scriptures, one involving judgment, one involving giving, one involving hearing. All of them use and talk about this word metron. A limited amount, a measured out amount. Then, of course, there is in the New Testament, also in Romans uh, 12, 3, that we've been given the metron of faith, the measure of faith. So, this is what God measured out to us. This is how He did it. But then He says, how you do it here on earth, how you measure it out, is going to have both eternal consequences and or eternal rewards. Give and it shall be given. A lot of times we think in the concept of giving, of something financial or something uh, uh, that has dollar signs behind it. But we can give affection, we can give love, we can give kindness. We can give these things. How do we know? Because for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And in giving Jesus for us, can you imagine trying to count the number of people, the number of lives, the number of hearts, the number of individuals that have had their lives transformed because God gave. Now the love of God is so immense, so great, that Paul, when he talked about it in Ephesians, he talked about the breadth and the height and the depth and the length and the width of love, that it was just so massive. It fills the universe. Because God fills everything. So stop and think about that, because when we, when we talk tomorrow, in the book of Luke, chapter uh, 12, uh, verse 15, it said, And he said unto them, Take heed, and beware of covetousness. For a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. And this scripture talks about a man that is going to knock down his barns, he's going to build more, he wants more, without realizing that at the end of that night, his soul has already been called into question. Well, we're running out of time here. Consider that food for thought and for the imagination, how that's going to play into things. Until then, keep looking up. God loves you with an immeasurable love. And our redemption draweth nigh, closer today than ever. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>